You are listening to the Health and Safety Matters brought to you by Health and Safety FM. Welcome everybody to another episode of Health and Safety Matters. I am your host Harshal Modi, certified safety professional from BCSP USA, a passionate EHS professional working towards zero exposure and harm. Health and Safety FM is for sharing of knowledge only. Today I have a very special guest with me on this podcast, Mr. Prasant Kumar. He began his career 35 years ago as engineer. After working for 2 years in India, he moved to the US where he earned his master degree in engineering management and masters in occupational safety and health engineering from the New Jersey Institute of Technology. He worked in leadership roles in pharmaceutical, radio pharmaceutical and semiconductor industries prior to joining GE. In his last position he was the Asia Pacific Director EHS at General Electric. Hello sir it's my honor to welcome you on Health and Safety Matters. Hey good morning Ashal um, thank you thank you for having me on your call really great to be with you. Thank you sir. Sir I have started this podcast series with the aim of sharing knowledge on EHS with the EHS community where I talk with an expert in the EHS field to learn from their experience. Hey, I think uh, Ashal it's a very very great effort from your side. You and I talked about it. I heard some of your podcast. It's it's a wonderful initiative that you have taken. I wish you all the success for that and and hope it works and really helps a lot of EHS professionals out there. A great effort indeed, you know. And and congratulations for starting this. Thank you sir. So boss, I attended your presentation on EHS leadership two times and where you talk about the traits of successful EHS leader. So I would like to know more about traits of successful EHS leader. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I am delighted that you still remember that. Um I think this this one was designed uh when we we were putting in our share services organization uh for the globe and 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 we had to train a lot of ehs professionals especially in the apac region so so there was around 250 people um so this particular you know small set of program was put in for that along with other things so i'm more than happy to go through that ashal but that will be the third time for you <laughs> listening to me yes. um so so if you have any questions in the meantime please keep asking because when we did that program there were three three major category into that one uh we called the first thing we called it what is expected out of you as an ehs leader and the second one is what makes you a successful leader and then the third item on that was being a transformational leader so i'll just touch on that very briefly uh, it has got few components so if i take the first one what makes or what is expected out of you as an EHS leader you know we listed um, i don't know if you recall we listed five critical things again all this are based on my personal experience the way i grew up in my journey what i felt is important yeah it may be relevant to most of you it may not be keep adding keep deleting but anything that that comes out of it that makes it useful practice that so that's where i'm going to leave this this with all of you um so the first one 
we talked about what is expected out of you is on integrity okay that's a given now when we say it's a given it's not it's something that we all need to be conscious on every single aspects of what we are doing uh, in terms of ehs so integrity is a number one uh, in terms of uh, an expectation anything everything you do has to be with great pride and with utmost integrity a second aspect we talked about in there was on clear thinking uh, here is where we needs to really sharpen our skills as ehs leaders uh, sometimes we are very good talking technically uh, but when we have to deal with the leadership team when we want to talk to the employees we needs to be very precise what we are trying to convey we needs to really and uh, ensure they get the message so that we are focused on what we are talking about and and that is where the clear thinking happens and the the third part is the communication part you know communication whether it's uh, any sort of communication you know you know today uh, we are working in remote locations we are not seeing face to face so communications become more critical nowadays than ever uh so communication whether it's a verbal communication whether it's a uh, email communication uh, things like that is it's very critical and because because some of these things let's take an email for example you know how many times uh you get an email and you have to read for next for the next 5 minutes maybe an exaggeration uh for the next 5 minutes to get to the point what the sender is trying to tell you so if you are sending an email to a leader or to employees to get the message across can you be crisp and clear concise and precise to the point so i think that is something you need to start looking at uh, as a great ehs leader as you communicate whether it's email or verbal you know how how crisp and clear you can be with your communication so and the and the and the fourth thing is the business uh, acumen part you know you cannot be stand alone doing ehs be part of the business understand your business you know be, become business savvy get a mentor to help you uh, no probably preferably a non ehs mentor will help you within the business uh, get to understand the business objectives the tactics the challenges uh, and align that with your ehs program strategies Uh, so the business acumen is very critical sometimes we shy away from the bu- other business activities don't do that you know uh, the seat is available there for us uh, occupy the seat uh, and be part of the business team uh, understand the business as you drive ehs the fifth aspect of that is expertise now here this, this doesn't mean that you need to know all of course you need to understand the basics the fundamentals of ehs uh you know certain technical aspects but expertise means people look upon you as an ehs leader with that great level of expertise or great depth of expertise now if somebody comes to you ask a question ask a doubt they're coming to you because you know the answer now that doesn't mean sometimes you need to know the answer 
so so the expertise comes in you know when when people come to you can you get the answer or can you ensure they get the answer in a short period of time you know and and that will make you an expertise in your field but but learning is, is a is an aspect of it you need to have continuous learning on what is happening in and around you in the field of ehs to be that expert but here we are talking about more of an expertise so those are the five things uh, on the traits then we move on to you know with all these things truly to be a successful leader what it needs to be or what are some of the basic uh, technical non technical aspects you, you need to have but but this was primarily you know type on the organization you have so so the one thing the first thing is about is very simple all of you know do you understand the ehs of risk you know within your organization within your activity so so it's all about understanding your ehs risk and how you're going to manage it that's the number one the second one is please please always remember that you are the gatekeeper to the ehs compliance so you need to be a big advocate of ehs compliance compliance should not be taken lightly in the in the country you operate um it is a license to operate to be compliant with the local regulations so so ensure that you constantly are the gatekeeper for the ehs compliance and drive the ehs compliance because compliance might be uh done by some of the people but uh, you may not be directly responsible to implementing that or driving it uh but it could be somebody else so be it doesn't matter but but you be the gatekeeper then we always say operationalize ehs here uh we have a metrics uh, we we expect the leadership for the senior management to drive the metrics but start owning it you know i i i would say all ehs leaders today own the metrics you know uh because it's like owning your business because just because um, um the leadership is responsible for driving ehs uh, metrics may belong to them but once you start owning it you become part of it to make the right decisions the right solutions uh and and people will see you as a part of the team player uh, and by doing that you can drive accountability in 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 getting your metrics uh, delivered okay so the metrics one thing another thing is you know it's a 24 or 7 kind of day we all have week we have but you know connectivity uh or getting connected in all directions what i mean by is you know are you connected internally within your organization you know uh, are you connected externally you know with other ehs professionals the other businesses what do they do uh, associations uh, professional affiliations um you know it's a it's a it's a tough world out there we all are busy but you have to stay connected and you have to build your network you know you may have 2000 3000 linkedin members but truly that that may not make much help having 3000 5000 connectivity for some people it might but do do we know the right people you can contact pick up a phone uh, reach out uh, get information ask for some assistance um or people can reach you to get assistance so so 
get connected expand your network uh, in all directions and as a famous gl leader used to say you better control your destiny because destiny is in your hands and you are ultimately the one needs to control it it's not somebody telling you what to do how to do it you can get help you can get assistance but you are the one that's going to control your destiny so so these are probably uh, the chunks we talked about it and and putting all these together <clears throat> i really want today's ehs leaders to be more transformational let me try to make that a little bit simple what that means is um you know today a uh, lot of us are very great in procedural things writing procedures doing training i call this all transactional you know uh, that's okay yeah, we need that we need don't get me wrong we need procedures we need training all those things so but we we need to be transactional but with all that thing the one additional thing i want all of you to be is uh, being transformational what that means is you have to apply your heart and mind in everything you do uh you know not just driving a policy or a law or a regulation or spitting it out but having the ability to explain uh work with the people with applying your heart and mind and and driving the program in such a way that people really wants to do this uh rather than they they feel oh this is another bunch of safety laws or regulations that is going to be pushed on me be the transformational guy talk to people explain to them why it is there more than a law there is a there's a need there is a, a good thing of course at the end of the day there's all to protect people but but that conversation needs to happen whether it's at the senior most level or at the worker level within an organization so be transformational is the last pass to to summarize and these were the one that we discussed during those time asha yes sir so that's a great information sir and it's really helpful to our uh, young ehs professional who want to grow in this field sir you work in many regions and spent almost 30 years in this field so i would like to know about your view on safety culture Wow, that's a big, big topic to talk about. Let me talk about these two good things you're 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 opening up. That is something we quite often talk in the field. So when you talk about culture, uh, it's a very widely used terminology. Uh, you know, people people use that, but 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 very simply defined. You know, we know the culture uh, as the shared values, beliefs, and assumptions that governs or drives the behavior of an individual or an organization. Now, that's a definition of it, but um, you know, there's an informal way of saying that by a lot of people is is expressed in the way that it's said as the way we do things here. You know, uh, this is how we do things here. So that's a culture of this uh, this particular organization. now when we add safety to it we have to be very careful here is that i always believe safety cannot stand by itself in any organization so it has to you can't have a very great safety program and a poor performance of a, of the organization by doing that we can very well tell you that the safety program is not going to be sustainable but we also hear the 
word most of the time or the statement that we need to improve safety culture okay uh, we always heard that but 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 at the end of the day you know we need to understand the leadership creates the culture and the leadership stimulates the safety performance but then the culture will sustain that performance okay leadership will stimulate it but the culture will sustain the performance but when we say safety culture is important let us not diminish also the role of safety systems that's where the hop will come later so so when we talk about safety there's a word also we need to understand what's the safety climate of this organization today okay so that that all depends on how your people talk and act with respect to safety so so for example say if, if you have an incident say say some serious incident at your at your location how do people react because because you bring that information to the supervisor or the leadership team what is the reaction what's the first reaction you know are they concerned about the employee from a real physical safety standpoint or the leadership is trying to say what happened who was at fault so that that clearly tried to show you where does your culture stand in an organization so that that really takes the point here is not safety culture by it how does your organization function you know does your organization really function in such a way that there's a trust developed among their employees and communication is open between an employee and the supervisor or an employee and your leadership team or your between employees also you know how does the how does the trust happens so i think so so it's a it's a it's a big big thing to talk about safety culture and um uh and it's not a stand alone system or stand alone thing when we talk about safety culture i always believe it goes hand in hand with an organizational functionality how it really functions uh and aligning both and balancing both will give you probably the better performance not one being high and one being low it balances between an organizational uh functionality and a safety culture will give you a good performance yes sir so adding to this conversation that what are the leading and lagging indicators you use in your 30 years in ehs field to measure the safety performance yeah i would say i would say here is um, you know if you look at um, the lagging we all use that's a this age old stuff we we have been doing it for example you know whether uh, your rate of accidents the severity of the accident number of days so these are all basically things that has happened you know uh, that has been behind the screen kind of stuff and this is not something uh, that is in front of you then you take actions of things that have already happened but really really the the leading leading one that is uh that is that is where you need to start looking at how do we how do we look at some of the leading indicators that we needs to needs to needs to be driving these are more of a 
predictive kind of thing uh, uh, and being proactive uh, kind of uh, measurement. Now, there's a lot of things people do, but I always suggest here is you need to measure and you manage what you measure. So, so you need to look at what kind of risk you're having. So some of the things we do is, you know, we do auditing kind of measurements, training kind of measurements, your closing of your findings, your compliance audits. So all these are some of the positive measurements a lot of people do to things. Now, now here is one thing that has, uh, I, I started doing it for some time is what we call as potentially severe events. This is when we look at the significant injuries and illnesses. That's that's one of the biggest concern today is, you know, we have reduced the injuries in most organizations across the globe, but the frequency of the serious injuries is not still substantially decreased. There are still fatalities happening at the same rate or equivalent or a little bit higher less, uh, but not substantial improvement in the uh, serious injuries and fatalities at the site. So, 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 so the potential significant event is one leading indicator. Now, now people will say, is it truly a leading indicator or a lagging indicator? Uh, I, I call it leading because the thing is, these are some kind of situations, whether it's a, even an audit finding, um, you found that finding that that this particular system or this particular equipment was not doing this, or there was some deficiency in this equipment. Now, we may close the finding, but we, you can take it from a, from a systematic point and say whether this this particular incident, we were lucky this time, next time we won't be lucky, this could have resulted in a very serious injury. So are you looking at that from your findings from the data? There's so much of data being generated by us, but are we looking or giving an eye from that aspects to prevent that injuries? So there's, there's an entirely different way of looking at things today. Um, so I would, I would strongly suggest those are some of the leading indicators we need to start uh, really, really working on uh, very specific to the type of type of risk you you may want to manage um, in your in your uh, industry to really reduce the significant uh, injuries and fatalities. I would say. So, sir, uh, at last, the three three kings that you want to share with EHS professionals while listening. Uh, this podcast, right? Yeah, so I think we are uh, living in a very challenging environment. A lot of us are going through a, an era which none of us has uh, experienced uh, or none of us has good knowledge about. So it's a, it's a very, very challenging environment on but and, and the role of EHS professionals during this crisis, I, I really take this opportunity to thank all of you out there doing a wonderful job in protecting your people uh, at work at home uh, during this period of time. But, you know, the question you ask is, you know, well, probably three things uh, for you to be really successful. The number one at all time, integrity. You know, you have it or you don't have it, period. There's nothing in between after that. So people come to you people consider you as a great EHS leader 
when you have that high level of integrity that means you can go to this person you are trustworthy you have the right knowledge you will do the right thing uh you don't shy away from doing the right thing and tough environment doesn't matter to you situations that is troublesome doesn't matter to you you will find the right solution uh so integrity uh is the number one aspect at all times the second one i would say is in 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 today's environment you know the question we need to ask is how much are we learning i i think in the first first conversation i talked about being an expert uh, or or the expertise but the question here is the learning aspects you know how much how much are you learning for example uh, harshal uh, what you're doing today is trying to get different kind of uh, ehs professionals in the in the region and trying to get their kind of you know two cents worth of uh, things to the public you know and, and and people are listening to you are are you learning from something from this you know are you going to take away something from each of these podcasts you are trying to do so uh, that's one way so what are the other ways you are going to learn this uh learn your field talking to people you know connect with people so learning continuous learning uh is 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 very important for for you to be successful uh i continue to learn i just read things you know i i, I listen to people i i ask them what they're doing today you know there's a lot of articles being part of the associations reading the materials um getting out talking to people you know um listening to to other things so continuous learning is important that's the second one the third one is courage i would say is you know i always felt ehs or doing and being an ehs leader is a tough job um I, you know on a on a joking way i would say it's a thankless job too but again we are here not for any kind of uh, appreciation pat on the back this is not the right field for that you need to have the passion to to be in this field you should have the drive to be in this field uh, but above all you need to have the courage to drive ehs there are going to be tough situations you're facing tough situations today can you give the right set of directions can you make the right move can you really get your point emphasized with the clear thinking applying being precise why this needs to be done this way and if something is not going the right way can you step up and say look uh, this is not the right way we should be doing business here or get help but always um, what i have i have felt when i am in a situations where i have to take some really hard steps get help uh, always don't go alone you know um, get to your uh, peers or people who have uh, non ehs people talk to them get on your side get your uh, thought process clear to them get some help go for it you know do uh, so courage is one thing so integrity continuous learning followed by you know courage to do these things are the three essential things i would say all of us require even in this challenging times for sure 
yeah thank you sir for sharing your thoughts on the ehs leadership it's my pleasure to do conversation with you and this will help many of us to grow in our ehs field once again thank you sir for sparing your yeah, time thank you harshal really appreciate the time you are given me and bringing me into the forum i wish you all the best and people i wish you bring in more people and more uh, talent that ehs professionals we have uh, around us uh, to your forum so a lot of people can hear from them good initiative all the best thank you sir thank you today's thought on leadership that before you are a leader success is all about growing yourself when you become a leader success is all about growing others thank you all for listening this podcast and please share your feedback stay healthy stay safe keep spreading positivity around yourself thank you